Katya. And I'm Rin. And we're here at the Commonwealth Center for Holistic Herbalism in Boston, Massachusetts. And on the internet everywhere, thanks to the power of the podcast. Woohoo! Even on holidays. That's right. Holidays, you guys. It is the time. It is. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to kick off a whole holiday series right here. But before we do that... We're just going to remind you all that we are not doctors. We are herbalists and holistic health educators. The ideas discussed in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. No state or federal authority licenses herbalists in the United States, so these discussions are for educational purposes only. Everybody's body is different, so the things we're talking about may or may not apply directly to you. But hopefully, they'll give you some great information to think about and to research more. We want to remind you that good health is your own personal responsibility. The final decision in considering any course of therapy, whether it's discussed on the internet or prescribed by your physician, is always yours. All right. All right, then. So let's roll into the shout outs. Yeah, I'm so excited. We have shout outs this week. Um, one to the Hillbilly African on Instagram who found us through the podcast and won a deck of our herbal oracle cards in our social media giveaway this week. Yay! Yeah. Um, and also to Che Corrine, Oak Fairy, and Eclectic Outpost who mentioned the podcast in their Instagram stories, which was super fun. Woo! And also to Christy, who is making good friends with Tulsi and also likes our book. Our book, which is Herbal Medicine for Beginners. Yes, and... find it, find it. well, a bunch of places, but probably mostly Amazon. Yeah, because that is the <laughs> way of honest, the world. Yeah. <laughs> and also to Allie, who was re- recommending us to other herby types on Instagram, in- including the Thieving Bastards. Uh, they make... Uh, shrubs and vinegars and herbal things. Oh, cool. And they have a whole story behind their name that I was very amused by. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, we're thankful to all of you, and we're thankful to all of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're, you know, this is like our, our little weekly gratitude practice at this point. Yeah. Which is actually really nice, and, um, you know, it's, it's it's seasonal right now to have, have gratitude as an explicit thing, but it's a great idea to build gratitude into a consistent practice. So for us, these little shout-outs have kind of become weekly gratitude to you all out there in internet land who have decided to spend some time with us. We really appreciate it. So thank you now. Thank you every time. Yeah. It's it's so fun when we see somebody mention it or somebody writes to us. And it's like, yes! It, like, community is real! It's awesome. So we love you guys, and we thank you so much. All right. Hey, yeah. One other thing before we get started. Oh, okay. Um, somebody recently said, how come you never talk about your classes on the podcast? And we said, uh... Oh, yeah. Right. Good idea. Maybe we should do that. I guess we were excited <laughs> about the other stuff. Yes. So, <laughs> but you guys, we have all these classes. Yeah, and we're just going to talk about them for two seconds. You can fast forward if you want to. Um, <laughs> but the first one we want to talk about today, um, we'll talk about other ones other days, but... I wanted to mention the Herbalism 101 online program. It is a total... All of our online courses are video programs. Mm -hmm. And um, that we think is really cool because a lot of herbal courses online are like self-paced reading and, and, you know, I mean, you could just do that yourself. There's no like direct teacher interaction. And for us, what we've decided to do instead is to videotape every single lesson. So we do have printable worksheets that you can print out and follow along if you're the kind of person who likes to learn with paper. But all of our courses are literally like watching TV. 
and they flow in an order. So basically, if you can binge Netflix, you totally have the skills required to succeed in our courses. <laughs> in Herbalism 101, uh, you'll first learn 87 plus herbs. It's growing. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll learn how to work with them. You'll learn what they look like, how to prepare them, and a bunch more. Um, and there's also 45 close-up, step-by-step videos showing you exactly how to make a whole bunch of different kinds of herbal remedies, from decoctions to elixirs, from lotions to cocktail bitters, and everything in between. There's printable instructions to follow along with, but seriously, you could just take your laptop or, or take your phone right into your kitchen and do it with us step-by-step. And in all of our courses, there's an online discussion forum where you can type any questions you have right into the forum while you're watching the video. And we respond to those personally. We don't have admins or interns who do it. We do it ourselves within 24 hours. And every week there is a live weekly Q&A webinar. So we can chat in person about literally any herby thing that is on your mind. Yeah, those weekly Q&As have been really great. They're so fun. Yeah, yeah, we like it a lot. (laughs) And we'd love to see you there. So check it out. Uh, This is the perfect way to relax during the quiet times of the holiday season. Plus, you can learn what you need to know to make some handmade, awesome herbal products and things uh, as gifts for everyone in in your life. You should. Nobody needs more stuff, but everyone needs more herbs. So... Um, give yourself a give yourself a gift and learn something cool. Besides, like you've probably watched everything that is on Netflix by now. Anyway, like, you're probably like rewatching something for the third time. No way! Like get some new material. Yeah, yeah. Herbalism 101. Yeah. CommonwealthHerbs.com. Yeah, check it out. All right. Okay, so we were going to talk about the holidays. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to keep this kind of as a a little uh, running theme from now until New Year's. Mm -hmm. So tune in every week. Um, We're pretty excited. We've got a lineup here of some really great topics ranging from the practical to the philosophical. And sometimes the practical. Philo-practical. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing. It's going to be great. Yeah. So our first topic um, is emotional support herbs. Because we know that the holidays aren't always easy. Thanksgiving is just past, and actually it's not even just past, because as soon as we're done recording this, we are off to my parents' house for turkey. Um, And for me, and I think basically for everyone I know, I feel a lot of emotions right now. Me personally, I'm thinking about the disconnect between what I originally learned about the history of this particular holiday and the truth of it. And the reality of how our country treats indigenous Americans who were here before us. And also thinking about immigrants and what it means to be an immigrant and recognizing that the vast majority of us are immigrants. And and really, you know, so many of us are really proud of our heritage. And I know in my family and maybe in yours, we're sitting around the, the holiday table telling stories of our grandparents and great-grandparents and Came here with two nickels in his pocket and <laughs> made a life for himself and all that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, came here to work in the coal mines, came here to whatever. And, like, we're proud of these stories. They, mm-hmm. They're they what make us who we are. And I find so much strength in the stories of my family. And then to, to take that and contrast that with how we as a country right now are treating immigrants and... I don't know. There's just there's just a lot at this time of year that feels contentious or feels difficult. 
My father always says that Thanksgiving is his favorite holiday because it's just family time without any of the trappings. But the more that I think about that, it's really not true. I mean, sure, there's no presents to buy, but there are totally trappings. They're emotional, they're psychological, and they're the things that exist between all the different complicated emotions we feel about our families. And every family is different, and... Maybe your your family has differing political views, or maybe certain members of their family don't accept other members of your family for a whole variety of reasons, or maybe there's a feud, or maybe there's estrangement, or maybe there's a death that is still being mourned, or it's just, this is a time that we're supposed to be so happy and smiling and, you know, yay the holidays, but also that it is complicated and not it's just complicated Hmm. so i think that it's really appropriate to kick off our holiday series with some herbs that can be supportive in this time yeah and when we were thinking about this we realized that we wanted to uh, orient this a little bit and y'all know that we really like to work with uh with a compass or with with energetics or constitutional types so what we thought we'd do is try to break this down along some uh, broad categories of of way that people can feel overwhelmed or can can feel trapped by those emotional trappings mm-hmm. <laughs> that you were describing. Yeah. Um, and so that was the way we thought we'd sort out uh, a few a few types, a few categories of herbs that you may consider. Yeah. So when we talk about energetics, um, if this word is new for you, it is, it's kind of a weird word, it's an old word, and it is a system of understanding and recognizing how to apply which herb to which person at exactly which situation. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we spend a lot of time teaching because if you understand this underlying logic, the system then you're not just multiple choice matching herbs to people and just sort of hoping that maybe they'll work or like it's some sort of black box magic. You really can understand exactly what's going on here. And your uh, your formulas and your protocols are going to be way more successful. So um, the when we talk about energetics, there are six uh, qualities that come into play and they are three pairs of kind of opposites. One is hot and cold, one is damp and dry, and one is tense and lax. And today we're going to focus on hot and cold and damp and dry, and then we have a few other situations that are appropriate for anyone. Um, And so if we think about how a person who um, runs a little on the damp side um, a water type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this can be physically, um, you know, a person who just carries a little extra water with them all the time or and also emotionally um, a, a watery kind of person might be the kind of person who cries very easily. Like I am definitely that person. Like every time they play the music on the movie or the show, like I'm right there, the first one with a handkerchief, you know, like they get me every time. Mm. And um, I sometimes feel that being a person like this, uh, a lot of the time the reason that I cry is because I have really big emotions and they're hard to hold in. And 
maybe I managed to not say anything, but I can't hold all of it in. And so the way that it's kind of releases is, is through crying. Yeah. You know, uh, somebody of this type is going to need a little help to contain or direct the water. And that's both like physical water and the actual body, but also it's the watery side of your emotions. Mm. And if this way of thinking is new to you, then um, try to picture actual water, like in a river or in a stream flowing along. It needs solid banks in order to hold it and direct it. Otherwise, it's going to turn into a marsh. Right? Yeah. Nobody wants to become a marsh <laughs> emotionally, right? An emotional marsh. Yeah. 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 I definitely fit that description sometimes. So then, you know, the herbs that we're going to be looking for here, um, these are actually herbs that uh, physically are going to help to astringe tissue or uh, dry moisture or keep keep fluids compartmentalized where they belong, mm. prevent them from kind of leaking out in places where you didn't really want them. And kind of like providing that strong container. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So one is a plant called Lady's Mantle. And this plant is, it's first off, it's really lovely. It has these leaves that look like a cloak that has been all spread out. And that's actually where the name comes from. Um, and in the morning, you will most frequently see a little drop of dew right in the center of the the cloak. And there's a lot of folklore around that little drop of dew. But in this particular case, one thing that I'm particularly interested in is, is that here's Lady's Mantle able to hold water. Right, you yeah. You know? Like, um, it's, a, it's a lovely, like, pelvic floor stringent physiologically. It's a lovely... Um, even to sort of help with incontinence and, and kidney stuff. Uh, it's not so astringent that it's going to just completely dry you out, mm. but it's a very um, helpfully astringent, sort of like really functionally astringent. And it has not a bad flavor. No, ladies' mental's pretty tasty. I mean, you can definitely have it as... All of these you could definitely have as tincture. Oops, not quite all of them. Almost all of them. You could definitely have as tincture... Um, And that makes it very fast acting so that you can just carry it with you in your pocket. And if you have to excuse yourself to the ladies room or the men's room or the room where anyone can pee, really, um, (laughs) and just have a little bit of tincture real quick, then that is, that's available. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another one that we wanted to talk about here was yarrow. Ah, yarrow. Yarrow is a really good friend of mine. I've had my yarrow tattoo for a bunch of years now. Um, so yeah, so yarrow, uh, is particularly helpful when you need a feeling of a little extra protection or a little extra armor or a thicker skin. Um, so especially if you're going into a situation where there are mm, more aggressive personalities Mm. in play or more, uh, at least extroverted personalities in play and you feel like you're going to get a little overwhelmed, uh, by being in the presence of that kind of presence, yeah. um, then yarrow can be a, a really helpful ally uh, for you there. Or like if you have a family member who just, the way that they interact with the world is by pushing people's buttons mm-hmm. and they're good at it and yeah. you know they're, they're going to say something and it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt your feelings, it's going to offend you because that's just how they relate to the world. That's, that's when you're... Looking for yarrow. Yeah, yarrow can help you to just, you know, let those arrows bounce right off of you. you know? Yeah, that's actually the mythology behind this plant. Yeah, so yarrow's Latin name is Achillea uh, millifolium, and the Achillea part there refers to Achilles. Um, 
who was more or less invincible. He had that, <laughs> he had that weak spot, Just like we all do. Invincible. It's an important part of the myth, right? Because it recognizes that even even the seemingly invulnerable always have a weak spot, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's something to be be thinking on and beware of. But yeah, Yarrow can be really handy there, and um, you know, tincture is an easy way to work with it for these purposes. Um, a few drops is is often sufficient for that. Um, but you could also take tea. Um, uh, there's different ways to work with yarrow, but yeah, yarrow's a little, just a smidge on the bitter side, which actually isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're getting together for a meal, you can have your bitters and your emotional support all in one, all in one go. Yeah, yeah. buff the armor a little. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those were those were again for like people who feel like their emotions are a little, a little watery, a little, little apt to slip away from you or to to rise up like a wave yeah. <laughs> and overwhelm. Um, to try to take that water energy and contain that a little bit, give that a give that a channel to move through and keep it in, in the places where it wants to be. Yeah. So now you may have a different kind of problem that we would categorize under the, the general term of dryness. And the way dryness can manifest in, in the emotions, or one way that it can manifest in the emotions, could be um, difficulty relating to others. You know, we're the water type of people tend to be overwhelmed by the emotions of others. The, or like over, they overly relate. Yeah, yeah. right. The, the dry type or in the, in the elemental, the air type, people tend to be uh, very distant uh, from, well, from other people generally and, and particularly from emotional aspects. They may mm-hmm. connect well on a, on a theoretical, like meeting of the minds sort of situation. <laughs> Intellectual. But, but maybe not so good at channeling compassion. Um, and you know, so that can be, that can be a barrier that can, that can lead to difficulties relating to others. Mm. Um, so, you know, here, what we're looking for are herbs that, that bring in that, that water element or help to, um, help to ground the air a little bit, bring it down to earth, bring it into contact with some, with some moisture, with some, (laughs) some watery aspects of other people. Um, so yeah, so here um, we're going to find a couple of moistening plants. Uh, we think this is actually a good place for marshmallow. And you know, when I'm thinking about emotional aspects uh, of marshmallow medicine, I I tend to think more of the leaf. And it may just be because you can make a, a nice hot tea with marshmallow leaf mm-hmm. that still is def- definitively moistening, but um, it's not quite as slimy as when you make marshmallow root cold infusion. <laughs> Um, and also it's a cold time of the year right now, so yeah, someone may so enjoy, warm. enjoy a warm cup of tea. And um, it's not a, it's not an unpleasant flavor. Yeah, marshmallow tea is pretty, pretty mild in yeah. flavor, um, and you can pair it with lots of other things that, you know, have, have good flavor to you, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's just a very gentle herb and it does help to connect you to your softening aspects, to your, yeah. to your, uh. I don't know, I'm thinking of the feel of the leaves, and they're a little bit velvety, and they've got a little silver sheen to them, and, you know, you can really just spend a lot of time petting a marshmallow leaf and, (laughs) like, sitting in the dirt. (laughs) You know, this is is also that word softening is a real um, sort of key for me there. Um, I think when we when we think about people as hard hearted, Mm -hmm. that also is a dry condition. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Everything is dried up and, and hardened like clay. That way lies calcifications. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that marshmallow is really, it's really about softening. And, um, you know, sometimes we, we feel like it's hard to have compassion for others 
also as a protection mechanism for our for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and allowing that softening is not easy. Having having a plant that can help us to do that and make it a little bit easier um, is really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you can also work with marshmallow and really any of the herbs we're going to talk about. You can work with them with them in the form of a flower essence for these kind of kind of effects. Mm. Um, and marshmallow flower essence is one that we, we we tend to think about when we want that kind of emotional softening to take place mm. um, when people either consciously or or not rec- uh, realize or, or it becomes apparent that their emotional patterns are are rigid are are maybe they've got kind of like metaphorical blinders on you know they're mm. only seeing what's directly in front or only seeing their their window on the world um yeah. and marshmallow can help you to to soften out of that and start to realize that maybe things aren't so black and white uh maybe they aren't so cut and dry mm. and uh there may be another way to approach them and understand them yeah, yeah. so so that's some thoughts on marshmallow medicine for the emotions there's another one here violet that is also a plant that is moistening and very heart focused. Um, and, you know, interesting, a very nutritive plant as well. And so working with violet, if you're going to work with the leaves, frankly, I would do this as an overnight infusion because mm. why not also get the mineral benefit out of it? Like if you're going to do it, you know, just do it. Sure. Um, and But you can also work with a tincture here of the leaf and flower or a syrup made just from the flowers. Mm. Um, there are a lot of really lovely ways to work with violet. And uh, you could actually tincture the leaves and then mix them together with a honey infusion of the violet flowers, and then you would have an amazing elixir. Holy cow. Um, but violet also is... Um, you know, when I, when I think about violet... Also for that dryness, but I often think about it for the kind of dryness where there is so much exhaustion of the of of emotion that that has led to feeling wrung out in the heart. Hmm. Like you maybe had moisture in your emotions, you maybe had some moisture in your heart, but um, but it's it's all been used up, and there's exhaustion there, and there's depletion. And, and because of that, it is hard. You're feeling dried up, and it's hard to feel compassion. It's hard yeah. to feel connected. Yeah, yeah, Violet's really indicated there. Yeah. That's a good one. Cool. Okay, so those were for our kind of like air type or, or dry-dominated people. Mm-hmm. Um, need to get that, that fluidity, that softening nature coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then if you're a person who tends um, to be a very hot person... Um, maybe you are worried that you might have some anger and that it might be hard to hold on to that. Maybe you um, feel like like you're always just about ready to to explode. And that um, that's that heat in the emotions. And there are some really wonderful herbs for helping with that. Uh, one of them is lemon balm. And lemon balm, to be honest, one of my favorite ways to work with it is to make an infusion in white wine. And then, you know, typically white wine is served chilled. So now it's like doubly cooling. Mm -hmm. And lemon balm is really, it is a plant that I like to to teach um, people to remember it as heat stroke and things that look like heat stroke. And um, 
you know, there's many other ways to work with lemon balm too, but, but just sort of thinking like anytime that you feel like you are just completely overheated and you really need to chill out and cool down, lemon balm can just be so beautiful there. Um, and also if your whole family has sort of this tendency, uh, you know, it is very polite to bring a bottle of wine to a dinner and you could just bring a lemon balm wine and chill it and just, you know, you don't even have to say this is so that we're all chill at dinner. (laughs) You don't even have to say that part. You can just be like, Hey, check out my cool new herb infused wine. And everyone will just think you're really trendy. And, but in like the good way. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and it can be beneficial for everyone. Nice. Yeah. Another herb that's a little bit similar, at least for, for these specific purposes, is elderflower. Um, elderflower, uh, and specifically the flowers here, um, you, don't get, you don't really get this effect when you work with the elderberries. Um, but elderflower is what we think of as a relaxing diaphoretic. And on the physical level, that means that elderflower helps to uh, relieve tension affecting the surface of the body. Uh, And this is really useful in, say, a fever where somebody has a lot of tension in the body and it's preventing them from releasing the heat that's pent up in the core. Mm. And so um, elderflower is going to release that tension and allow that heat to... Uh, basically be shunted out through 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 your vents um, <laughs> and, get, and get that out uh, through the through the pores and so i I think I've um, made once or twice a formula for somebody and the formula's name was vent gently and, uh, <laughs> that's nice <laughs> that included elderflower and lemon balm and and some other um, uh, similar relaxing diaphoretic herbs so this one um, it doesn't necessarily it's not like what we'd call a refrigerant. Uh, which is herbs that are that are directly cooling to the body or, or sedate activity uh, on the metabolic level. Elderflower yes. is more about allowing that heat out, yeah, like, like getting letting it to have a way out. So, if you have this kind of emotional heat um, and you also feel an emotional tension, so that would be like there's anger, there's anxiety, but it's not like anger that bursts out of you it's anger and there's like frustration because it never quite comes to the surface you know <laughs> uh then elderflower is a really really good choice for uh, for venting gently for, yeah. for trying to get that out i like to think of it as like when your anger feels like a fever mm-hmm. um and you need to sweat out your fever yeah um yeah. And preferably to do that without shouting at everyone. In, right. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to emphasize this because, like, there are some herbs that will uh, that will release anger, but they'll do it with a volcanic explosion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, it's necessary. You got to get it out. But some herbs are gonna are gonna do it all at once. And elderflower is like, let's just let's just open this valve a little bit, and we're gonna let it like seep out in a, in a measured way, and you know, you're gonna feel a little more controlled. And yeah. yeah. So that's a good, that's a really good friend there. Elderflower is pretty tasty. You can have it as tea. If you know that this is your personality uh, and you plan ahead a little bit in the summer, you can, you can uh, infuse the elderflowers in honey. Oh yeah. And then also tincture the elderflowers and then blend those together and have an amazing elixir. That's really good stuff. You guys. Yeah. 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 Um, and if you are in a rush, uh, St. Germain makes an elderflower liqueur that you can have just, you know, like a, 
a couple of spoons full even will totally do the job and um it's sweet so that also kind of is like Mm -hmm pleasantly distracting from whatever it is that's upsetting you and then uh and then it just lets that that lets everything release yeah and if this if this feels useful to you you could also just take the saint germain and you could combine that with some other herbal tinctures you know Mm -hmm. and at that point you've kind of made an elixir yeah instead of using honey use the the saint germain uh liqueur yeah exactly that's Totally legit. That counts. <laughs> you are allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't always have to be the hard way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So that was that was in the in the realm of hot on the the energetic pattern level. Now, when we look at the opposite, when we look at uh, energetic cold um, affecting the emotions, again, there's different ways that could express, but one of them is um, uh, how to kind of like being in that state of dread. And stuck on the couch and like, you know you're going to be late because you're dreading it so much that you just can't get yourself up and going. You find yourself kind of puttering around and like, oh, maybe I'll just do this before I go and um, maybe Yeah. I'll... <laughs> or like, you know, you just can't, like you can't, you can't get dressed. You can't, there's nothing to wear. There's a, like every step of the process of getting yourself to where it is that you're supposed to have this family gathering just takes way too long. And mm-hmm. like you're kind of dragging your feet and yeah 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 so and and also I don't mean to say that in a way that like sounds um, critical because this is a, this is a pattern that I fall into a lot like sometimes even if I thought I was looking forward to something when the day comes then I'm like suddenly oh my goodness I'm not actually looking forward to it and I'm actually kind of nervous about it and actually I'm kind of dreading it and I don't want to go I just don't make me do it. I just, let me stay on the couch. I just, I want to call in sick. Um, <laughs> right. And, yeah. Uh, and so. Yeah. If you find yourself considering, well, I could, I could maybe like call and sniffle a bit and be like, I'm sorry. How can I, I get out of this? Yeah. 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 So if you've got that and you know that that's happening, but you also know, no, I've got to be there. I've got to get up. I've got to get moving. Then, you know, we're looking for something that has, has a little bit of warmth to it, has a little bit of stimulus, a little fire. Now for some people. A couple of drops of cayenne tincture might be what they need. Yeah, you know that one is a real kick in the pants. That is a like, let's do it. Let's let's like, let's go. Yes. However, if you are at all concerned that a dose of hot chili peppers might push you into anger, then that might be one to avoid. Yeah, yeah. And there are gentler ways to accomplish this. So uh, an herb that I think you should really consider there is cardamom. Uh, in no small part because you can get lots of holiday appropriate wonderful tasty things <laughs> that uh, that have cardamom involved in them um, and so you could be both uh, for your for your um, emotional balance and also for your delight yeah and uh, that's a really powerful intersection if you can bring those things together good things are gonna happen for you yeah. Um, so cardamom, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic herb on its own. It's, it's really tasty, um, in tincture, it mixes well into teas. Um, you know, basically any place that you, you might put ginger, you can put cardamom in. Yeah. Uh, They are, they are botanically related and really similar in their natures. Um, but you know, again, cardamom, if you mix it with other kind of like 
holiday spices, things like cinnamon and allspice and nutmeg mm. and that kind of thing. You can make little spiced elixirs and spiced tea blends or even like a nice medicinal mold cider situation. Or like a chai latte. If, mm-hmm. you're, if it's hard for you to go, then tell yourself that you can stop off at your favorite place to get a chai latte on the way. Yeah. And now you're full up on cardamom. Yeah. You know, you had yourself a nice treat. You used a tool to do the thing you had to do. And now you've got an herb supporting you, too. Yeah. Yeah. So cardamom is really nice. And it's got that, like, warm you with the core, relax some of that tension at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has some antispasmodic action. And, and that whole, like, well, maybe I could call in sick, um, that's, that's, a, that's also, there's some tension there. There's, like, some fear and some, and hmm. some you know, and kind of releasing that. Uh, you might be right to have that fear and that dreading, but if you gotta get, if you if you have to do it and you have to get through it, then you might as well have a little bit more comfort and a little more um, relaxation of of those feelings in the process. Yeah. Now, if I only had, and if I, if I was looking for this kind of purpose, uh, working with cardamom, and I only had one other herb to pair with it for some bizarre reason, uh, <laughs> then I would go with vanilla. Um, now, right. vanilla is not a hot herb, but it's on, it's on the warming side. Mm-hmm. Um, vanilla is, is so interesting to me among the herbs because it's, it's musky, and you just don't get that very much with herbs, yeah. you know? Um, it's, it's edging into animal territory, I tell you, <laughs> you know? And, I, and maybe that doesn't sound super appealing, but um, I find that to be really delightful. <laughs> and when we think about, about warmth in, in the human body, you know, like... Uh, I think about how to sustain and maintain warmth. It's like, well, get yourself some lamb stew, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's got that, mm, it's got that deep fire. In See, it. I thought you mm. meant more like the smell, like as in perfumes when they start to use different. Well, it's like, there too, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, um, anyway, vanilla, the scent of it is just, uh, it's an exhilarant for one thing. It's, mm. it's in that category of herbs that lifts the spirits and, um, it's, it helps to just pull you up out of the dark places and show you some light, uh, in the world. And so, you know, when you take vanilla and especially when you combine it with those warming spices like cardamom, um, it just has that really like, Hmm, I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little cheerful. A little heart lifted. Yeah. 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 So it's just completely fantastic. And, and again, you know, vanilla is a, is a really great addition to chai blends. If you, if you make those yourself or, um, even just to take, take one pre-made and drop a couple of vanilla beans in it and heat it up on the stove and yeah. it'll be a whole new thing. <laughs> it is, it is, it is fine. Get your favorite tea bag. It is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's always great to get everything wrong, grind it up yourself and do all the things and whatever. But like. If what you're doing is kind of like dreading the thing you have to do, then make this part as easy as possible for yourself. Yeah. Um, you could you could also make um, a kind of a, a, a spiced wine um, by infusing uh, some herbs into there. You could mm-hmm. crush some cardamom pods and slice up, slice up a vanilla bean and maybe, maybe get some a other... clove? Yeah, just a touch of clove. Just a little yeah. tiny touch, right? Yeah. But you could take that and you could... Um, Put that in a in a mason jar, you know, just a few tablespoons of spice spices mixed in there, and then pour in a bottle of wine and give that a day or two to to steep and shake it up a bit, and that'll be infused. Yeah, and you then know? you can warm it up, and it's yeah. delicious. Yeah, you could bring that to the party too. Yeah, and uh, no one would be sad. Yeah, and Everyone I mean, everyone would say, "Hey, thanks." Yeah, 
And if you're not into wine, you could just do the same thing with uh, with hot apple cider. You know, just yeah. bring the spice mix and the cider and set it up when you get there, and people will be delighted, I tell you. Yeah, everyone <laughs> will say thank you. And another nice thing about stuff like that is that if you are having emotions and, and, and feeling dread or anger or any of this other stuff, like having something to talk about that's safe is really handy. Mm-hmm. And... If you bring a bunch of herbs and some apple cider, um, you know, if you bunch, bring a bunch of weird herbs and some weird whatever, then maybe some members of the family will be like, well, this is this is weird. But everybody likes mulled cider. Maybe some people don't, but a lot of people do. <laughs> and um, and then you could talk about it and, and sort of like, oh, this is my favorite recipe. And you can stretch out that conversation for a good long while. And now we can talk about how delicious it is. And now we can talk about our favorite memory of cider. And... Having having um, props like this to help you guide the conversation in a safe place or in a place that is going to not um, damage you emotionally um, is really really a good a good trick. Yeah, for sure. So a couple of things we just wanted to um, make a note about here: all these emotions, you know, whatever whatever type you are, or if you're a blend, and, and you probably are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's true. Everybody n- nobody is. is like the archetype of dry or hot or cold or anything else, um, physically, emotionally, or anywhere in between. People are blends. And so think about which of these qualities might apply to you or the way you might react. and Or just which one you're feeling most right now. Yeah, yeah, your current state. Um, but, you know, emotions arise as a, as a sort of, natural response to your environment to your world and and they serve a, a function right those those emotions are they are what they are they're they're fine as as things that exist you don't have to feel bad about feeling them or like you're doing it wrong or anything right um emotions are oftentimes protecting us um they're they're the the body or the the being <laughs> trying to to react to its environments in a way that that protects you and keeps you safe yeah, it might not necessarily be the most effective way in that moment, but mm-hmm. it's it's still your body's you know trying yeah. to to do something that is um, gonna gonna make life comfortable for you. And I mean, life doesn't always need to be comfortable, but yeah, but it, but like you say, if you have this kind of habitual response, then it means that at some point. You responded in that way and survived a tough situation and mm-hmm. your your body, your unconscious, you know, it remembers. And so yeah. now that becomes a becomes a ha- habit of response. Um, so I, I also want to say that, like, even like, especially in the case of anger, but really in any of these, um, sometimes they're fine. Like, it's great to have anger. That's it's important to have anger. Sometimes it's a very motivating tool. And. Um, sometimes anger is the absolute most appropriate way to respond. Um, sometimes all of these feelings are the most appropriate way to respond, but mm-hmm. you still have to get through the day. Yeah. And if what you need to do right now is just go and have the dinner and get through it and come home all in one piece, then um, you know, then we make our choices about about what we hold on to and whether or not it is time for our anger. And if it doesn't feel like the right time, then, hey, lemon balm and elderflower are there for you. Or whatever whatever other of these parts, um, whatever other of these emotional types that you're feeling, um, 
having an herb to just help you through it in this moment is really, really handy. Yeah. Now, there are a few herbs that um, they do have their qualities and their energetic natures and so on, but they're also really broadly applicable. Mm. Um, and in this case, it's mainly because of their affinity rather than their energetics. So these are three herbs that have really strong affinity for the heart in all of its aspects. Mm -hmm. So your physical heart, your emotional heart, your mental heart, because you actually perform some cognition with your yeah. heart. Believe it or not, yeah. it's happening. It's happening all in your body. Um, so the three herbs here, motherwort, hawthorn, and linden, yeah. are really fantastic whenever your heart needs a little bit of extra support, a little bit of extra relaxation, or a little bit of extra courage. Yeah. And also... Um, you know, if you are, Hawthorne has a, a strengthening aspect, but also a, a grief aspect. And so whether you are mourning a family member who isn't with you this year, or whether you are um, feeling sadness or grief from being disappointed or let down by someone who did something that hurt you or did not live up to your expectations of them or whatever else... Um, I really like that aspect of Hawthorne there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, motherwort, you know, we think of motherwort a lot when there are issues between uh, children and, and mothers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it can also be very handy when you need a little bit of courage. Um, I think we've spoken about motherwort a bit in the past, but it's, a, it's an herb that can be really good when you need to build a little heart courage, and especially when... You, you need that in situations where you also have to have a brave face. Um, yeah. And uh, I, can, I can think of situations where it might be really needful to have a little motherwort and a little yarrow <laughs> to kind of get yeah. through, the, through the day. Um, so, yeah. That's... And then Lyndon, I think, is just so soothing. Mm -hmm. You know, like whatever, whatever is happening, if you're sad, if you're angry, if you're, you know, like, if you're nerves are feeling frayed and frazzled and depleted and dried or even if you're just like stuck frozen in place like just being soothed i think is always so helpful Lyndon, you guys it's a hug and a mug <laughs> so good it so is all right so yeah so this were um just a few thoughts on uh, herbs to help support you um in your individuality and in your particular way of needing support um, around this time of year, or really any time, if you're happy yes. to be listening this in the summertime next year, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of uh, of that, uh, we do have some discussions of similar topics in other episodes of our podcast. So since you're listening to this one, you might want to check out these others. Yeah. Um, way back in episode two, uh, we talked about avoiding uh, adaptogen debt, which is to say. Um, using adaptogens to the point where, um, well, using is appropriate yeah. in, instead of what we like to usually say, which is working with herbs. Yeah, you might have heard us uh, go on our little spiel about that before, but um, but it's possible to work with adaptogens in a way where it's much more of a of a credit card that's at its uh, at its threshold. Yes, <laughs> you know. So um, so that was about that. But the other part of that podcast was about um, lymphatic herbs and their impacts on the emotional state and mm -hmm. um, emotional patterns in the body. Mm -hmm. So that was episode two. 
In episode 14, um, we had another one about adaptogens. This was alternatives to adaptogens, especially for burnout. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, even if just burnout is a thing you're dealing with, or you think you may be by the time uh, January 1st rolls around, (laughs) sometime in the holiday season, you you tend to get a little exhausted and worn out and maybe worn thin on the Mm -hmm. emotional level as well. Um, Check out episode 14 for some ideas around that. In episode 16, we talked about emotional support for mothers and teens. Uh, yeah, that can be really helpful this time of year. Yeah, yeah. So if there's uh, any side of that relationship, or even if you're adjacent to such a relationship in your life, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one to listen to uh, for some help there. And then uh, in episode 39, we talked about herbs for introverts and extroverts. Um, which could be particularly helpful in the holiday regard if you maybe differ from the rest of your family yeah. on that introverted to extroverted scale. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a, if you're a black sheep of one way or another, <laughs> um, then that could be a good one to listen to for some other emotional support ideas. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of cross refer to some of those. Yeah, if you're craving a little bit more. You know, also uh, our YouTube channel. Um, it has a whole series of short little videos on herbs for the holidays where we went through um not all the different holidays but a lot of different holidays yeah and, we, we met some new ones to yeah. us uh, uh in our experience and uh hit a bunch of the the top 40 <laughs> <laughs> the pop charts yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and we talked about herbs that are traditionally associated with those and so you might think that's fun too and on youtube uh, we are Commonwealth Herbs, just like on all social media. Yeah, so go ahead and give that a look. Um, we were looking at a couple of these today and realizing that we recorded most of these in 2017. And boy, have we learned a lot about video production since then. Yeah, sorry um, guys. <laughs> but uh, we will be um, enhancing our YouTube channel soon uh, with some new material. And yeah. we've got a bunch of fun ideas to, to get onto that. Um, certainly in the new year, if not before. It is, um, it is a project I really hope to dive into for December. Yeah. Um, but if, if, you know, if you're on YouTube, then uh, go ahead and subscribe to our channel there, and that way you won't miss any updates. Because they're going to be good. Yeah. Uh, and hey, uh, if you haven't already, you should subscribe to this podcast. Uh, we also really appreciate it if you rate and review. If you leave us a review, then we'll give you a shout out. Uh, <laughs> and you can be internet famous for 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, for a whole episode. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and so we'll be back next week to continue our Irby Holidays series. And um, we hope that yours go well. Yeah. We'll be thinking of you. Now we're going to go eat some turkey. All right. See you next time.